Good morning, this is Eileen Epps Hamilton within the Word Ministries, and I'd like to welcome you to this week's edition of Morning Reflections, where we help you begin your day with God. While we're continuing our study on spiritual warnings for 21st century living, and they come out of the book of Hebrews. So far, we've covered warning number one of neglect, the second warning of unbelief, and last week we began discussion on the third warning of spiritual immaturity. We're going to continue a little bit with that whole issue of spiritual immaturity, and the topic today is the call for maturity. And our scripture will come out of Hebrews 5, 8 through 11. And it reads, Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been perfected, he became the author of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Called by God as high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say, and hard to explain since you have become dull of hearing. Last week, we introduced spiritual maturity as a process, a pathway, or a goal. Regardless of the means of achieving spiritual maturity, the result is to be a believer whose faith is founded on the gospel and who is committed to ongoing growth or transformation. Faith and growth work together to develop spiritual maturity in believers, which is critical in moving God's kingdom forward. Let me say that again. Faith and growth work together to develop spiritual maturity. Therein lies the urgency for a call to maturity by the writer of Hebrews. It has been said that to make progress on a bike, you must keep moving forward. There is no reversal, no standing still. This is a good analogy in describing the dilemma the author of Hebrews faces. Although these believers had been trained in the elementary truths of God's word, they were not moving forward on to maturity. In Hebrews 5.12, the writer admonishes the readers of this letter by saying, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you still need someone to teach you again about the basic principles, about the oracles or the teachings of God. They were not moving forward on to maturity. They have become dull of hearing. Hearing is difficult not only for this audience, but also for any audience. Interestingly, the verb to hear provides the root word for the verb to obey. To hear and to obey have a connection. There could be a number of reasons why this group had become dull of hearing. Distractions, fear of persecution, or loss in confidence of their leaders. The writer of this letter does not say. However, we do know the outcomes. 
The readers had apparently pulled back from their bold witness to outsiders and from exhorting and encouraging one another. Through lack of use, their faculties had begun to grow dull and members regressed to a former condition of immaturity. It sounds like the same risk that we face today because of the distractions and things that we face in our day-to-day -day life that we are often pulled away from doing those things that first we were first so zealous about. In Hebrews 5, 11 through 6 and 3, the writer contrasts immaturity with maturity. They used familiar education language of that day to describe the believer's lack of progress. The Apostle Paul used similar language in 1 Corinthians 3, 1 and 3. He stated, But I, brother, could not address you as spiritual people because you were still in the flesh as infants. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it, and even now you are not ready for it. Milk and solid food are common terms for referring to levels of educational development. Here milk is an image of the elementary truths of God's Word, while solid food is the word of righteousness, which is the believer's capacity to distinguish between good and evil. So we and they were focused on still the elementary truths, the resurrection, what it meant when they should have moved forward to a word of righteousness and helping distinguish between good and evil. The writer's dilemma is this. Although these believers had previously received adequate training for their ministry work and purpose, their failure to grow spiritually hindered them from understanding more complex teachings about Jesus Christ, specifically Jesus' excellency as our high priest, a more excellent high priest of the order of Melchizedek. The exhortations found in Hebrews are appropriate for us today. Distractions and lack of spiritual discipline keep us stuck in the same position as when we first came to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Statistics support the fact that believers today spend little to no time on spiritual formation. It should not be surprising that these behaviors have resulted in believers who are unskilled in the word and churches who feel ill-equipped to lead this new generation to Christ. Our failure to become spiritually mature results in our inability to accomplish God's purpose for our life and his, his kingdom. These include the ability to persevere. Lack of maturity impairs our ability to remain faithful to God's purpose. We are created specifically for God's good work. This is true whether we are working in ministry or in the secular world. Our stick-to-itness is critical as we live in a world hostile 
to Jesus. Secondly, the ability to discern. When we become sluggish and dull of hearing, we risk becoming disobedient. In a postmodern world, it is difficult to distinguish between right and wrong. Unable to discern, we become targets for Satan's deception. To think between vice and virtue is a clear line and unmistakable to embrace. So the ability to persevere, the ability to discern, and finally, it hinders our ability to witness. We have a clear mandate from Jesus to witness to a dying world. It would be impossible for believers to look around our world and not acknowledge that the fields are ripe and ready for harvest. An informed and bold witness is needed as much in the 21st century as it was in the first century. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. When we became Christians, we received everything we needed for life and godliness through the knowledge of God who called us to glory and virtue. It is our responsibility to build upon the basics of that faith and move forward to maturity. The Apostle Peter directs us to make every effort, he says, with all diligence to supplement our faith with virtue, knowledge, steadfastness, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. Being effective and fruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ is essential and the essence of spiritual maturity. Let me say that again. Being effective and fruitful in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ is the essence of spiritual maturity. God is our resource and all growth comes by grace through him. But we are responsible to go on to maturity. And if you would like to experience the knowledge of Jesus Christ to the grow in the essence of spiritual maturity, if you would like to experience the confidence and security found in a relationship in Jesus Christ, I invite you to go to our website, itwministries.org, and click on the invitation. At that time, it will explain what are next steps for you to enter into that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I thank all of you for following us today as we prepare for Thanksgiving on next week. Um, I wish you a blessed Thanksgiving and thank you so much for following our ministry. Please share this podcast with your friends and families and we'll see you next week on In the Word Ministries Morning Reflections. Thank you. Be blessed. Bye-bye.